Hey, welcome to the Upside Down Podcast. This is Ash. This is Tori. And today we're going to be talking about Stranger Things Chapter 3, The, the Polywog. Okay. <laughs> but before we get started, I wanted to point out a couple things that some fans sent into us. When we first started the podcast, we used to do something called Friends Don't Lie. And it was where after... Oh man, the, I forgot about that. It was where after each of our podcasts, we would go in and we would kind of correct anything that we were wrong about. Or maybe someone would call in or email us and say, here's some stuff. We haven't really done any more of those. We haven't gotten a lot of corrections from people. But we did three of those. And so now I think I'm just going to roll a Friends Don't Lie into this particular episode. We have a follower of the podcast named Matt helm and he sent us a long email that was talking to us about our theories on the last episode that we had where we were saying that we didn't think the hunter was very pivotal to the story and he says i think that the hunter is integral to hopper knowing where to look for 11 and when i read that i thought oh that totally makes sense that Eleven would be out in the woods and that she would, you know, knock this hunter out. And then the hunter would go to the sheriff's office, which would be Hopper. Mm-hmm. And then Hopper would say, oh, I'll check it out. There's a little girl out there in the woods. And when he wrote that, I thought, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That totally makes sense. So thanks, Matt. We send, we read every email that you send us. So keep them coming. We also wanted to say congratulations to all of our fans that got to go to Rhode Island Comic Con and meet Caleb, Sadie, and Gaten. We haven't even met Sadie, so congratulations. That's awesome. One of our longtime followers, Alex, got to meet all of them, and he took a really cool picture with the three of them, and that's awesome. We're jealous, Alex. (laughs) Sadie seems cool. Here's a cool thing. Tori and I got to go to Powder Springs, Georgia. It is where they film the pumpkin patch. They film it at a place called the Sleepy Hollow Farm. And the Sleepy Hollow Farm owner and his family opened up the pumpkin patch. It actually was open last weekend and it's going to be open this weekend, November 18th and November 19th. It's from noon to 6.15. It's only $20 a ticket. You essentially get to see a lot of Stranger Things locations. It's where they filmed, you know, Hopper in the pumpkin patch. It's where they filmed Eleven in the cabin. You can actually see the cabin. What else? What else? Oh, yeah, the corn, the corn maze. They had a a sunflower field. I don't think that was shown in the episode, but they did have one, which was pretty neat. They make it like a little adventure, too. When we went there, it's like you're hunting for something. And they give you, like, this card, and you have to find the clues. And when you walk through the gate, you're met by this military guy who's like... I have part of his case file. I've been investigating this. I need you guys to take that, get to Merrill's farm utilize some of this information try and help solve my mystery all right and then when you finish the maze and you get to the end um, and they have funny things like a steve harrington hair recipe that you have to give to people but when we got to the end of the maze we got to see the actual pumpkin patch that hopper stood in it was barren there was no pumpkins in it but they had like burnt some pumpkins and put them out there and they showed us the hole where they dug the actual hole for Stranger Things, the one that um, Hopper falls into, that he digs in the beginning, that Joyce later digs and goes into. And the kids dig into with yes. Steve. Yeah, and Steve. And we'll post a picture of that on our Instagram page. It's really neat. Um, it was filled in. They said that the crew tried to fill it in, but his tractor got stuck into it. Then he told us, like, some funny stories. It was a lot of fun. I met where I known a rider out here once. Oh, wow. Snuck around the one scene where she comes to find Hopper in the hole. Where she was yelling, Hopper! It's like, Because they had told us initially that Hopper was the only one that was going to be out here. Okay. When it turned out pretty much like it was the whole cast showed up at some point See. or another. 
So that was fun. If you live in the Georgia area or you live in the Florida area and you hear this podcast and you can get to it in time, come this weekend to Powder Springs, Georgia. It's Sleepy Hollow Farm. It's from noon to six. And we posted it on our Instagram, all the information that you need for it. But it's a pretty fun day. Note that you will be doing a lot of walking. You have to walk all through the farm to get to the locations. And you don't get to see the interior of the cabin. Some people messaged me asking. You don't. The windows are boarded up. But they do have some actors around and they had an actress sitting on the on the cabin being Terry Ives and she was what was she saying? She was saying the things that she says in the show like uh three to the right, four to the left, uh sunflower uh, breathe, like whatever the things are. Yeah, she was funny. We, Cora and I were like, this is cool. It wasn't consistent. We were like, why would she be in the cabin? She would be at the Ives house. But the actress was fun. And it was a really, it was really, really fun to see the cabin. And I was like, is this the real cabin? But it was, and it was awesome. We also got to go see the Holland house and the Henderson house, which is really cool. If you're a big fan of the show, you might have gone to the Wheeler house already and the Sinclair house. They're right by each other in the same neighborhood. And it turns out that Dustin's house is right up the corner and the Holland house is also like right around the street. So all four of those houses are in the same neighborhood in Atlanta. And Dustin's house was on a really high like incline on a hill. So we didn't go up too far, but it was it was cool to see. Like it was you could see everything. Okay, so that's all we had to say. Uh, We also want to, well, I guess we do want to thank everybody for over 5,000 followers on Instagram. We got over 500 in the past 24 hours, so we really... This is ridiculous. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We just made a post about something we read in Stranger Things Season 3. We got like 12,000 likes on that, and then 500 people started following us, which we appreciate, so thank you so much. So let's go ahead and start on Season 2, Chapter 3, The Polywog. This episode opens on Gaten coming back from the trick-or-treating. He is hiding the polywog. And this seems so funny. It's like his mother and him and they're like laughing at the door, which I really like. Oh, you know what? His mother is on an episode of um, Mindhunter on Netflix's new show. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you been watching that? Yeah, I started watching it. I wasn't a fan, but it's like a slow burn show like Mad Men where you watch it and then you kind of get into it. But she has a scene and she was she was crying and kind of just making And I was like, she looks so familiar. And I was like, that's Dustin's mom. She's great. I love that. I love that scene where those two are like laughing together mm-hmm. like where she's like kind of scared but she's laughing she was a cat she was a cat for halloween oh no he's <laughs> so sad wait. wait we don't know that yet until the end of this episode i don't know. wait I no don't, we don't know that for a while yeah, i don't know when uh specific pokemon came out but is it called muse like mewtwo like the, the cat looking pokemon i don't know when pokemon came out either i think pokemon came out like in the 90s though i don't know i don't know we can we can Google it. So this is when and Dustin goes and he puts Dart. He takes out the turtle. Oh, well, 1996. Yeah, I was off. <laughs> yeah, I thought because yeah, I remember kind of like when Bella, our our other sister, was really into Pokemon, and I remember. So he takes out his turtle and he puts his whatever he doesn't know what it is. Dart. <laughs> yeah, he puts his polywog inside to the tank and he starts feeding him three musketeers and he Gross. calls him Dart, which is short for Dart. I cannot say it, Dartanian, which is one of the three musketeers. Oh, I was like, what is that? Yeah, and the same person that wrote in earlier, Matt Helm, he was like, pay close attention to the Three Musketeers bars because they really pay attention to the details. They read the package. Oh, that's sick. And I thought that they had because, you know, it doesn't look like the standard Three Musketeers, but I just, like, my brain, they do such a good job. Like, your brain just kind of goes with the flow. It doesn't, you're not even thinking like, oh, wow, look at that detail. You're just like, yep, that's a Three Musketeers bar. Because they're just, like, so... 
Like, they want everything to look as authentic as possible, and I just love the way the Duffworth brothers do that. Like, it's so obvious. I wonder two. if they contacted, like, the company and said, hey, would you make this for us? Or if they just, like, had their props. Pe- they probably just had their props. People make a three yeah, Musketeers wire. After that, it goes to 11. She's dreaming. It's She's, like, having a flashback to when Hopper finds her in the woods with the Eggos. And mm-hmm. she wakes up. Like, she's banging, Hopper's banging on the door, but she doesn't want to come out because he was late for Halloween the last episode. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, all right, I'm going to have to eat this, whatever, that waffle peanut butter cup whipped cream thing was that he ate it looked it looked real gross it looked pretty gross he was like it's only 8,000 calories and I was like it looks like you're gonna eat it and you're gonna puke immediately but they're eating and he confronts 11 about seeing Mike about going to visit Mike again oh did you notice so this is where 11 starts to do her thing which I think is so funny when she gets mad at him because it's like she's like a snooty teenager but she's got like powers yeah but so she starts to confront him and she says it's 21 days it's 205 days it's 326 I days that. yeah but three plus two plus six equals 11 Oh, my God. I, honestly, like, that's that's a little bit reachy. I don't know. That's no, reaching. I think the Duffer brothers, like, I think that they do. I don't know. That's reaching. I a mean, lot of numbers add up to make 11. <laughs> guys, <can> Google <laughs> it. Because when I saw that, I looked it up to see, and other people thought the same thing. Because okay. the Duffer brothers are so good at, like, putting those little, like, like, I'm sure it wasn't, like, that's part of the plot, but they might have been yeah. like, hey, th- this makes 11. That's funny. Let's see if anybody gets it. Yeah. Because they do a lot of that stuff, and I just feel like... I mean, it's possible. Maybe quick, not. Quick thing about Eleven being a sooty teenager and having power. She doesn't, um, she wasn't originally supposed to slam the doors with her mind. They just, they had the crew rig that, like, on site because they thought that would be kind of, like, cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, I love that. And I love when she whips the waffles at him and they comes flying all over him. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh, because I'm just like, that's how I'm it mad. goes. That's Oof. how it goes. You're getting ready and somebody throws some juice on you okay oh so this is so then it moves on to the buyer's house and joyce is looking for her keys and bob is there and bob and um <laughs> you know what's weird barb oh i know oh i just thought <gasps> i think that's intentional but you I, know, that's definitely intentional other than <clears throat> thinking about it you know what's interesting is that she says to jo- uh, jonathan she's like hey would you drive will to school and he's like oh man it's like seriously dude first you leave him in the trick-or-treating thing like why wouldn't you just drive your brother to school but i like how bob is like i'll take him to school and i love when they show bob and he's driving will to school and it's playing that just like the most cheesy 80s music and Bob is just like rocking out in the car and he's yes. like, yeah mm. classic 80s dad he's the best I, I love his character it's so I want to know his backstory I want to know about him more than in high school because like did he I don't know that's just me <laughs> I love well, you know, <laughs> maybe they'll do that because you know in season one everybody thought well they'll bring Barb back in flashbacks and they they just brought her back in like pictures yeah as of episode three she is not back yet but maybe they'll do that with Bob maybe they'll have like flashbacks of like because that's what I was kind of hoping for when I heard that some of the people that went to high school with Joyce like Hopper and Bob were going to be in the show I was thinking maybe they'll do flashbacks of them in high school mm-hmm. which could be fun because that would be like but that'd be weird because it'd be like what a 60s episode they'd have to go to the 60s oh yeah because they oh my god did you see that thing that um that what's his name the guy who plays Hopper my brain oh, David, David Harbour that he posted on Twitter the thing where it was like um the yearbook photo that somebody doctored where they made it oh yeah I did see that I I've been following him just because he's doing been doing those funny pictures where he posted like Joe Keery and him yes, and Noah and him so and Millie funny. and him yes but where he did that. He was like, guy, you don't deserve me, internet. <laughs> yeah, some some guy made a doctored thing of, like, um, a yearbook page from the year, the high school that they went to. I guess Hawkins High School. And it was, like, Jim Hopper and Joyce 
Horowitz. And she's got the, like, little, like, kind of, not beehive, and then, but and then the they poof. All, the guy also put in, like, um, Dustin's dad, which doesn't make sense because he's not in season two, but that's fine. And then... I was looking through it to see if there was other characters, but I didn't recognize Yeah, there was anybody. Dustin's dad. It said Henderson. There was Harrington, which was Steve's dad. And then there was, uh, what was it? Shelley Gillespie? Who's that? Uh, in season one, they talked about how nothing, all, like, the only cool things that have happened, or not cool things, the only, like, crimes that have happened in Hawkins were birds mistaking Shelley Gillespie's hair for a nest. Oh, that's funny. In the first episode, and I was like, that's funny, because the guy put it in there. I thought it was real. I thought Netflix made it, but apparently it's just some guy on Twitter, like, doctored some yearbook images from the 50s, I guess. Yeah, I did see that. I thought Netflix made it, too. I thought Har- um, Har- Harbor. I thought <laughs> I thought Harbor. David just, like, posted it. And so that car scene is, the you know, the moment where Bob is telling Will about Mr. Baldo and how he's, like, a creepy clown that he was afraid of. Pennywise? And, yeah. I, hate, <laughs> I like that everybody connects because it's like, oh, it's the 80s, but it's like, come on. Like, I, we get it. Pennywise was also in the 80s. I don't <laughs> think the years will line up, though. They might. I don't know. Well, it would be in the 60s, right? Because 27 that, years before that. Yeah, the 27 years before 1984, so whatever that date is. I'm bad at math. Yeah, <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> But I don't even think Bob, but Bob wouldn't be a kid then. Well, he might. It depends. Because he's in his 50s, right? Yeah, like 40s, 50s. And so 20 years ago, nah, he'd be, still be in his 20s. It'd have to be 50. No, there's no way. It wouldn't matter. Yeah, timeline doesn't match up, guys. Doesn't match up. Doesn't Prove match us up. wrong. <laughs> Prove us wrong. Myth busters. <laughs> so he's telling him about uh, Mr. Baldo, and he basically gives him the story, and he tells him, like, you know, to stand up. Stand up to your fears. So it ends up serving Will, like, very poorly in the future. But I kind of like that scene, except that the music choice was weird because it makes him seem evil but i felt like if the music choice was different he wouldn't seem evil it would just seem like a regular conversation oh then it goes to max and lucas and they're in the school lou max and they're we don't know yet and they're um max and and they're she's asking him about zombie boy and he's saying he's just you know giving her the lowdown and he's like so mean yeah he's like telling her about the body being pulled and he's like it's public record but don't talk to will about it and she's just like okay just kind of like I don't know. And it goes to Mr. Clark's class, and he's talking about the American crowbar case with Phineas Gage, which was a real guy that was, like, a railroad road worker, and he got, like, a, like, a, they called it a crowbar, but it was really just, like, a bar stuck in his head. That's so sick. And it, and essentially, he lived, but it changed the way that he behaved and the way that he acted, which is obviously a parallel to Will. Yeah. Oh, and then during that, so during that whole story, Dustin comes in with Dart. He's got Dart in the book bag. I thought it was funny. What does he say to Mr. Clark? He comes in and he's like, just continue, just continue your lesson or whatever. He's and He's being so weird. He's being so obvious. He's like, because he's like, hey, Max. And Mr. Clark is like, like, dude, like, shut up. I'm trying to teach. I can't remember, but doesn't Mi- Mr. Clark call him when he's like turning and looking at Max, trying yes. to tell her to meet at the yeah. AV room? And doesn't he say, yes, my lord, or yes, my liege, or something like that? I think he does because I was like, I was like, that's funny. Dustin's a freak, so I would totally, I mean, seems about right. What is next? No, then it goes to Hopper and Hopper is inside the police department and he is looking at the map because remember the last episode, the, everybody went out and they like did the pinpoints to try to figure out like where the dead foliage Foliage? Fo- foliage. Foliage? Foliage. I can't talk. Where the goop. Fo- I like to call it the goop. Where the goop uh, was. Foliage. And he, and he looks at the map and he figures out that it's it's all around Hawkins. Hawkins. Yeah, so he goes and he confronts Dr. Owens about it and he's like, prove me wrong. You know what's cool is that 
one of our followers just messaged me a picture. So he went to go look at Emory, the Emory campus here in Atlanta, which um, acts as the Hawkins lab. And it's a campus that's not active. It's not in use. They run it out to films and just for other things. But you can go there and kind of see the exterior. If nobody's filming there, they kind of will let you look at it. But he went and I don't know if it was by himself or a group of people, but someone let him them walk inside. That's so cool. They got to walk inside and he said that there was a giant pile of trash in one room and they were looking through the trash because they were like why not just look through the trash see what's in this old building and there was a giant kind of like blueprint of Hawkins and it said HNL Hawkins National Lab oh, that's cool. it must have been a set prop that like they threw away and they found it and they said isn't this cool and I was like yes that's so cool did that's- they take it I don't know. I'm sure they left it. I mean, it was in a garbage pile. It was supposed to be thrown away. Kind of like when we were at the farm, there was a section that had some movie tents or I don't know how to explain it if you're if you're not familiar with film crews, but they have these little video village. Yeah, they have these. Well, no, I mean, the actual tents that they use, though, they have different tents that they set up sometimes for like video village or for like, you know, the extra sit under if it's hot. And it looked like some of those were abandoned in the farm, like on the side, like brand new things on the farm. Um. It goes to the wide aerial shot of the cabin. Once Tori and I went to the farm when you're looking at the cabin up close you're kind of like I don't know is that the cabin does that look like the cabin just because they do a lot of aerial views and because I bet the windows weren't boarded up when they did it yeah well when they showed the aerial view in this episode I was like oh that's definitely the cabin that we saw that's so neat and you can see Eleven walking through the woods it's the one where she leaves and she's like not stupid where she's doing like Hopper's rules or whatever Mm -hmm. so you could definitely see I think that the interior of the cabin was shot at screen gems so that, that cabin you know as the farmer mentioned earlier was built by the cast or by the crew like piece by piece it wasn't something that existed on the farm and then you know the, they went in and they made it look old like it was an old cabin so cool they just like built a cabin in the middle of the woods yeah and that cabin's still there on the farm like the farm the farmers get to keep it they get to have that this is so this is where Eleven is like thinking about leaving and it flashes back to Hopper and Hopper is like that like when Hopper first brings her into the cabin and they start having that dancing montage mm-hmm. where he's like doing that dance. There's a really funny Twitter account called Jim Hopper Dancing 2 and they basically take Oh, uh, is it like the thin one where they just put different songs on it? Yeah, so they basically take that scene of him like doing the quick little dance with Millie and they put every song to it. It's really funny. I watched it for like 20 minutes and then I was like because I was trying to find the name of the song I was like what is that song that he's dancing to and it's called you don't mess with home but while I was looking for it I found like tons of memes with just like Hopper like shimmy into like the Stranger Things intro and to just Selena Gomez just all kinds of songs it's really funny you should check it out but yeah so there's that whole little montage it's very 80s and Eleven is like sweeping and they're cleaning everything up Hopper teaches her Morse code which actually comes into the season I thought it was weird I was thinking like who knows Morse code? Like later in the season, everyone seems to know Morse code, but I, I actually all think nerds and they kind of just right. Well, I was thinking for that time period, that was probably something that like a lot of nerds were into. Yeah, but like nowadays, if you're like you know Morse code, you're like no. I mean, you know what it is, but you yeah. don't know like how to read it. Oh, Hopper has Sarah's blue th- thread bracelet on his daughter's bracelet. Mm-hmm. There was an article that came out that was like. And this is a little bit of a spoiler because we're only on episode three and this is going to be jumping to the end of the season. So if you haven't watched it yet, don't listen. But when Hopper takes Eleven to the dance, she's wearing that blue bracelet. And I noticed it immediately. Like I saw her and I thought, oh, that's sweet. She's got on Hopper's daughter's bracelet that he was wearing and he's given it to her to wear. That's really like a sweet moment. And it's so funny because I guess like 
it wasn't noticed by a lot of people or maybe who knows but all of these fan theories and like articles started coming out that were like look at this subtle detail you missed while watching Stranger Things and I got tagged in it so many times and I was like no no I saw it I caught <laughs> I knew I saw it but I thought that was a really nice touch by the Duffer Brothers but yeah you can you can see it when she's dancing with Mike oh I was wondering there's the scene where they're flashing back and it shows her in the snow like in the cabin in the snow and I was thinking like I wonder if they dumped all that white powder out there but then I was like oh wait it did snow for like a couple weeks last year there I was mean, like it didn't snow enough to have well it would have in their area it wouldn't have in our area where we were in georgia but it did snow remember like atlanta had like, like actual snow like, snow not like okay like less than an inch doesn't count as snow no but i'm saying for the for the purpose of that particular that cabin being shot i thought maybe they dumped powder everywhere but i feel like they did there wasn't enough snow to make it well there wasn't that area because in downtown atlanta there was thick snow warmer and it would melt it wouldn't look like how it did there agree to disagree but (laughs) either way I, i that was something that i wondered when i saw the cabin it was a nice touch i bet it snowed because there was definitely snow in downtown Atlanta. It just wasn't by us where we live because we live an hour outside of the city. And then I bet they just touched it up where there was like empty patches because there's only like a couple of scenes where they show them outside when he's doing like the tripwire and he's booby trapping everything to like keep people out. Yeah. And it goes to the ground rules. Curtains drawn. Secret knock. Don't go out alone. And she does all of those things. And then it goes to that funny scene of Steve and Billy and they're playing basketball in the gym. Mm. And Billy's all like, hey, man, I heard you were the whatever. And it's so weird the way he's like, when they're playing basketball. No, no, no I know what you're talking about. I'm saying that's weird. It's so weird the way he's kind of just like pushing his body on him. Is Billy gay? No. Do you know how basketball works? No, I'm saying. Have you watched basketball? No, but that's a theory. Like a lot of people think in the, like, in the show that Billy is gay. Where's the Where's the evidence? Uh, just because of like the way he is with Steve and how like in, when he's in the shower with Steve, he's kind of like checking him out, and then he says a pretty boy like you, <laughs> and then the way his father is like very aggressive, like when he's getting dressed in a later episode again. Spoiler: His dad says, um, <clears throat> and I'm just quoting the dad, guys. He says, "Oh, you're getting ready. You're looking at yourself in the mirror all the time, like a." Yikes. Guys, don't ever say that to people. It's a horrible <laughs> term. I'm literally quoting the show. <clears throat> bleep it out. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, because we're not saying it. We're just yeah. quoting the show, like, as a theory. Yeah. But, uh, like, I, I was I was wondering if maybe that's why he is so, like, oh, women, no, girls, babes. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Steve and Billy, season three. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Don't oh, man, Steve huh? for me. Mwah. Love you, Steve. And Nancy and Steve. So this is a nice throwback to season one where Nancy and Steve return to that little corridor where they argued in season one. They're like by the, by the track and they're arguing again. And this is where he's like, oh, Nancy, you really can't handle your alcohol. And she's like, I was drunk. Why didn't she just go? What did I say? Oh, I said that? Oh, I'm sorry. But yeah, yeah she was just like, oh, I was drunk. Like, I mean, it, yeah. I mean, I think we had this conversation last time. It was just, it was a weird moment. And then Steve says, Duel, do you, like, he gives her the chance to be like, do you love me? Just say you love me. And then she doesn't. No, I don't want to say it. Well, she doesn't say anything. And then he's like, I'm tired of your bullshit. (laughs) And he he walks away. Because he says, she was like, I don't even remember what happened. And he was like, oh, your other boyfriend carried you home. I liked that. I thought that was good because it was kind of like. This is something that the Duffer Brothers are, like, telling you that's been, like, a theme with their relationship since Christmas. Since season one ended, like, Jonathan must be, like, inserting himself in their lives or Nancy must be talking to him. It was just, like, a nice way to be, like, Steve's aware that she's doing something or she's interested in somebody else. Yeah. So we go to the kids. This is where they're meeting up in the AV room. They don't let Max come in. Wait, 
Yeah, they do. This is the first time. They, they let Max come in the first time. They don't let her come in the second time. So Max comes in and Dustin, like, dumps out Dart. And I read an article. Is on this when lo- they lose him? Yeah. So this is when he dumps him on the table and everybody's like, what is that? And they're like, oh, he's and slimy. Little, and, and they pass him around. Out. Yeah, they pass him around. And then Mike just kind of stares at him as, what is this? And then Dustin, like, does this whole, like... He's a tadpole. Like, he does this whole, like, thing. Yeah. There's an article that's, like, I don't know what they're called, oh, no, they but... they don't let Max in yet, because... No, she's in. I remember, because she goes, oh, it's slimy on her hands. No, they don't let they her don't in. let her in yet, and then when they open the thing, sh- wait, wait. No, she's definitely in the first time. Then how does she let it out? No, no, okay. So she's there the first time, but she doesn't get to come in the second time once Will tells Finn. Because the first time, they don't know what Dustin has. Remember, Dustin's like, meet me in the AV room. I'm going to show you what's in this box. He dumps it out. They're all in there. And he's like, here, you want to hold him? And he throws it in like, I don't know the order, but he puts it in Noah's hand and Lucas's hand and Max's hand. And they're all kind of like, ooh, gross, Wilt. And they're all like, ooh, it's slimy. And then Mike just kind of looks at it and goes, yeah. what is yeah, this? I but I was reading an article and it was saying that a bunch of, I don't know what they're called, but like frog specialists were saying that the Duffer Brothers should have gotten a frog specialist on the show because there was some like wrong information with how they created that but it's funny because as a lay person like watching it you don't know but like those frog people were like no wrong (laughs) frog people (laughs) this is inaccurate wow Ashley calling people frog people because I don't know what the actual term is for the frog frogologist I don't know what it is (laughs) but I thought it's like it's interesting when you watch it. It's kind of like when we watched episode one and they're like Pittsburgh. We're like, nope, Atlanta, downtown. Like, you know what you know. Yeah. When I was reading that, I was I was just confused by the article itself. I was like, wait, what? What are they saying is wrong? But that's where uh, Dark gets out. And he like he is. Yeah, I think so. Right. No, I don't think so. No, you're right. Because, well, because this would because he's bigger. No, that's not what he expands. No. So, yeah. But that is, I remember that is when they held him. Because they don't, it's the second time because they don't let Max in and Max opens the door and then Dart gets loose. Oh, so what, the way they, the way they get off this particular scene is Will, he's flashing back to, he's flashing back to when he was in the Upside Down and he could hear, like when he throws up the slugs and he can hear the sound that Dart is making in the background. And Mm -hmm. then later he's going to go talk to Mike and that's when they do it. Um, So then after that, it goes over to Will or no, no, who's it go to? So Joyce and Bob and they're at Melvald's, Melvald's, and they're eating. You know, what's funny is when we were interviewing the actor that plays Donald Melvald, who was only in one episode this season, episode one, I think he was outside sweeping. He was telling us, and I can tell you this now that the season has aired. I swear he he said that like he proposed or something well that's what i was just gonna say he told us that he was only in one episode and he was sweeping and bob comes up to joyce and he says marry me i want to take you away from all of this and Mm -hmm. i think i also read that the duffer brothers originally only wanted to have sean in three episodes yeah in a couple episodes but then it was kind of the joe keary thing where they liked him so much that they kept writing him in yeah and so maybe that was where it was supposed to end this is episode three Maybe here he says, will you marry me? This is where he says it. And then it ends. But they maybe they cut that out because they decided, oh, we want to keep yeah. Sean Ashton going. So, yeah, I was I was thinking because they were just like sitting outside and he was talking about, you know, I really like your family and I really think I'm connecting with Will. And I was like, this would be the perfect yeah, moment for him for to it. propose. Yeah, I was looking for it all season and then it didn't happen. And I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> yeah, I bet they cut it because they were like, Sean Ashton's so cool. Let's keep Bob. Let's keep him around. Ooh. Bob's great. He's doing great. He's healthy. He's happy. <laughs> Bob is just fine. <laughs> he is living with Joyce. This is where Hawkins or Hopper also he goes back and he confronts the Hawkins lab people again. Oh, this is where Nancy and Jonathan 
meet up and they're talking on a car. Ah, something about them together. They go to the, wait, is this where they go to the park? This is, well, this is initially when they're sitting on, like, I think it's Jonathan's car in the parking lot at Hawkins High School. I think it's supposed to be right after maybe Nancy had the fight with Steve. Yeah. And she's talking about, like, maybe I do love him. Maybe I don't love him. Maybe I, that's why I didn't say these things. I don't know. And he's like, I know. Like, there's this burden, this constant weight on your chest. I feel it too. I don't know why. I'm not a fan of Jancy at all. I'm only a fan of it because Nancy, you stay away from my man Steve. You do not deserve him. But I like I don't mind it. But just like Jonathan, for me it would have been more. It would have been more solid had they just gotten together at season one, or had season one been left open ended. Like you don't know, is it Steve? Is it Jonathan? But. The fact that she picked Steve, she stayed with Steve, and now she's going with yeah, Jonathan. For a year. And it's kind of like, it just seems icky. I don't know. Something about it seems icky. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but this is where she decides, like, oh, let's do something about this. And this is where they, like, formulate the um, the plan. Mm-hmm. And it switches back to Eleven, because remember, Eleven left the cabin, and she's, like, on her way to go see Mike at Hawkins Middle School. And it shows the lady pushing the kid on the park. You know what's funny is that lady's a local Atlanta actress. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, when she was on the show. You keep saying the park. Do you mean like the swing set behind her house? Yeah, I think I'm like, I know what the location is. Like, yes, it's the swing set. When Eleven is walking, she comes up to a lady's swing set. There's there's yeah. only one moment of this. Yeah. The blonde hair lady pushing the little kid that says, honey, are you lost? She's a local Atlanta actress. That's she cool. was on, God, what's that WGN show? No idea. The Outlanders or the, I don't know. It's the one that Robert's on too. The um, Hawkins Power and Light Guy. Yeah. It's a really good show. It just got canceled, but it had a lot of seasons and people are like doing this big campaign to get it back. But she would be fun to talk to. It'd be fun to like see her moments on the set. And then it, and then after this, it goes back to the school, and this is where Will goes up to Mike, and he's like, hey, I need to tell you something. And he tells him about being in the Upside Down and hearing Dart. Their friendship this season? Mwah, beautiful. Because, like, Lucas and Dustin and Max, or Lucas and Dustin are so focused on Max that they're kind of just not focused on Will. But since Finn doesn't have anybody, to, or not Finn, since Mike doesn't have anybody to focus on because all he wants is, like, Eleven, um, he's, like, closer with Will, and so he's, like, there with him in the hospital, like, yeah. when all that stuff is happening, and it's just, like, ugh, mwah, love it. Later in the season. We're, we don't even know. That's, maybe that's, well, I mean, maybe that go happens. To the, he goes to a hospital all the time. No, I know. Yeah. It's I hard guess. to keep it just, like, episode to episode, because yeah. we know what happens is thematically, and it's hard to remember, like, when, when did they go to that hospital together? Yeah. But, so, yeah, I do like their relationship, too. I think it's super cute. And this is where Nancy calls Cynthia... Um, Mrs. Holland. Yeah. Oh, you know what's really funny is when we went to the Henderson house or the Holland house, we posted, hey, Holland's house, we found you. And the guy who plays Mr. Holland commented on our post and was like, hey, you kids, get off my lawn. Oh, that's cool. He's he's a I think he's a he's a local, I think, Atlanta and Nashville actor. I think he like is dual city because he seems to do a lot of plays in Nashville but that was really yeah that's not hard because it's only like four hours away that's true that's that's true that makes sense oh in this episode there's the scene where Hopper is outside with Dr. Owens in the pumpkin patch that's the same farm yeah. and you can see the escape room like on that's the these, those are the that's the escape room offices I'm yeah. pretty sure but either either way yeah. you can see it it's yeah, neat it's, it's cool. neat to see that's it that's what those people were talking about 
Yeah, when we were at the farm, there was a couple there that said they were local and they actually lived close to the farm. And I guess they go there and they said they were watching Stranger Things and they saw that office or whatever that structure was. And they thought, maybe that's, is that the farm by us? And it was. And that's, that was neat. That was really fun to see all those different, there was like such a big group of people like wanting to see the Stranger Things sets. There was like kids there from as young as, you know, five to like guys who look like lawyers who were like freaking out over the stranger yeah. things cabin it was like this is cool like it touches a lot of people this is where the kids lose dart too it goes back and oh and will walks outside yeah and they find him oh and this is when uh when l yeah, yeah this is where l shows up to the school is school my one of my favorite parts is when the kids are all looking for dart and lucas karate kicks open the door but the teacher's in the room that's so funny it made me i was just like lucas is so funny also when we were watching the scene with mike and max when they're in the gym and l comes in and she does a little neck prank and max flies off her skateboard it must have been a magnet or something mike was like um yeah right 11 is here i know she is but it was so funny because it was like there she is again doing her little like i'm a teenager and i'm angsty but i've got powers i'm gonna throw you off this skateboard i wonder if they had oh they did you know what i was gonna say stunt double yeah when i was watching it i wondered how they can get children's stunt doubles they're little women though the makeup but that i'm pretty sure that well i saw a picture of the lady the makeup artist posted a picture of sadie with a girl because when i was watching it i was gonna ask you i was gonna say oh do you think she did that by herself or how do you think they did that maybe it was like the asphalt where it was like rubbery but then the makeup artist posted a picture of sadie with the girl and was like oh i know that for the boys they used a lot of small women as stunt doubles. <laughs> That's cool. I was going to say, because they can't really have, like, kid stunt doubles. That's the point of, like, needing a stunt double is because they're children. <laughs> yeah, this is, this episode goes by pretty quick. After she does that, which is really cute, um, Mike... Which wa- is really cute. <laughs> well, it's cute. I think it's sweet because it's kind of like Sadie, or not Sadie, Max didn't get hurt, and it's, Yeah, I like, don't know why, I don't know why Eleven, like, I understand that she would be mad that, like, he was getting, like, close with Max or whatever, but he's still calling her every night, and she knows that. Well, it's just like a jealousy. It doesn't matter if you know somebody likes you. If you see him, if you know someone's in love with you, but then the next day they're like oh hey jenny or whatever you're like hey wait a minute who's why are you talking to jenny i thought i think it was i thought it was sweet it was funny it was it was funny but they lose will they're like where is he yeah because will finds dart will finds dart in the bathroom yeah remember but then he like takes off and no yeah Um, he finds him behind the toilet dustin finds dart and puts him in his hat right will sees him first because will's like guys i found him and he sees him and it triggers him oh yeah 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 okay and he gets he gets triggered, guys. And then um, that's when he that's when he runs into the he runs outside. Into yeah, the field. Yeah, and that's the scene that Winona was like in every press package. Winona, yeah. Gaten, Max, and all then staring all at him. And all the tubes start coming in his mouth. That was crazy. Yeah, and it comes back to where Bob said, "Turn around and face him." Ugh, Terrible advice. Bad advice. I thought for the whole season that he was gonna be like mean and he was gonna be affiliated with Doctor Owens, and he was trying. Nope, I just bad advice he's just which is weird because usually when they do it was like a little twist because a lot of times when you see things like that in movies it would work like will would say go away and i thought it was gonna go away i was like oh bob told him to go away he's gonna be strong and he's gonna face it and it's gonna go away or it's gonna be or it's gonna or it's gonna think about it yeah that was scary that was heartbreaking (laughs) it was very scary to watch and it was Was at the end of the episode yeah because you remember the next episode starts with like he's having an episode and mike everybody runs outside to check on him yeah so that's that. Yeah, I think that's that. I don't have anything else. Where is school? Where is school? That's so lame. That's a whole what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like 
Hopper would give Eleven some books. Like, he's reading to her at night. She would know basics. She like, wouldn't read. he give her... Yeah, but wouldn't he be teaching her? She's lived with him for a year. I mean, it's pretty hard to learn how to read. I don't know. It takes a minute. Yeah, but... He might be... I don't know. Maybe she does. Maybe they just don't talk about that. <laughs> I'd like to know the level of, like, what is her... Like, what's her scale of intelligence level? There was an article... I feel like it's been a year. She should be able to do a little bit more. Yeah, like, I feel like if she's trapped in a cabin and she's watching television and he's reading her books... She... I don't know. Just sometimes... Uh, and she has it. to be able to know how to read because she sees the box later in the season that says Hawkins Lab and she picks it up and she opens it. Well, she knows what Hawkins Lab looks like because she... But then she opens the folders and it says Terry Ives. She reads it and she goes, Mom? Mother? Guys, Ugh. plot holes. Plot holes. <laughs> Duffer Brothers, what's going on? Um, I read an article. This is one of the articles that we posted. We posted an art, like a link to an article, like, like 12,000 likes, but it was essentially just the Duffer Brothers saying that in season three, there was going to be a lot of intimate relationships. And I think a lot of the kids that follow us were like thinking sexual relationships. And I was like, what? I don't think that that's what, because their comments were just like, just strange yeah. comments. And I was like, no, I think they mean just like, It'll be, like, about building bonds. Like, yeah. like season one, they were all, like, kind of building bonds. And season two, it was kind of just, like, everybody was... I guess Lucas was building bonds with Max and Dustin was building bonds with Dart. Yeah. Oh, little Dart. Little Darty part. Um, Excuse me? <laughs> no, don't. No. <laughs> I like when he eats the chocolate. He's super cute. Um, I don't agree. The Rescatoos are gross. Nougat is disgusting. I haven't had them in a while because we don't but you remember what eat dairy, like. but I like That's Three gross. Musketeers. I thought they were good. Mm-mm, boo. Those in Milky Way? Boo. Gross. I didn't like Milky Way. All about Butterfinger. But I like Three Musketeers. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Candy Bar Podcast. <laughs> I don't think we have anything else. Oh, I posted an image. I drew a, I painted an image of um, Maddie, who plays Keith, and he, he shared it on his Instagram page. That's cool. It was fun. So, just so you know, things we're up to, uh, we do have an interview scheduled with the BTS behind-the-scenes photographer for season one. He's just currently working right now, really long shoots, and he's only available one day a week, and so we're trying to work that out to get you an interview with him, and we've reached out to some other cast members from season two that hopefully we'll get to speak with. I think our plan is to kind of review each episode as we can, and then maybe give you behind-the-scenes info if we go visit sets like we did this weekend with the Holland House and the Henderson House and the farm, but, you know, once we finish these nine episodes, we'll probably go straight into interviews Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us. Thanks for sending us your long emails, <laughs> telling us how we're wrong. We like them. <laughs> we appreciate them. That means you're listening, and it means like you're like I don't know. It's nice. Like they're thought we're thoughtfully having like an interaction with people. Yeah. I don't have anything else to say. Tell the story about Kilby watching Stranger Things and them saying the upside down. Oh. <laughs> so Kilby was watching. Kilby, Ashley's daughter. Yeah, Tori's niece. We were watching an episode of. Yeah, of Stranger Things. She watches it, but she doesn't watch the scary parts. She watches, like, the fun parts with the kids. But we were watching it, and Dustin kept saying... We were watching season one, and he kept saying, the upside down, the upside down. And Kilby goes, oh, he's saying it wrong. And I was like, how is he saying it wrong? And she goes, he's not saying upside down podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Uh, she's right, though. They should be, he should be saying the upside down podcast. <laughs> All right. That's it. You got anything you want to say? Uh... Papa. Not stupid.
Thanks for listening to the Upside Down Podcast hosted by Ash and Tori. For more information, visit our website at theupsidedownpod.com. You can also contact us at theupsidedownpod at gmail.com, as well as follow us on our Facebook and Instagram under the Upside Down Podcast. Episodes are released every Monday, so be sure to subscribe to us. We're available on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and Pocket Casts. Okay, Kilby, what do you want to talk about? Um, I want to talk about um, Eleven's dad. Oh, Eleven's dad? Mm-hmm. Happy. Hopper? Yeah, let's talk about him. Okay. What do you want to say about him? Um, he got trapped in those ropes. He did get trapped in the ropes. You mean when he fell through the big hole and the vines started? Yeah, and makes those... No one's come by and save him. Yeah, and then his friend Joyce and Bob, they came down and they saved him. Mm-hmm. And next, and next, um, Eleven dad yelled at Eleven. Yeah, when he got really mad at her that one time. And what did she do? Um, her did her powers. Yeah, she did do her powers. I even got a toy of her. You do have a toy of Eleven. But I didn't get a hopper. Because you- it didn't have a have a hopper toy on it. They make hopper toys. Do you want a hopper toy? Uh, yeah. I'm, I want a little hopper toy like, um, like Eleven. Cool. I can probably get you one of those. Okay. And you know Dustin's pet name? I do. Do you know Dustin's pet's name? No. It's Dart. Yeah, Dart. Do we call him a, a monkey Dart? <laughs> no. <laughs> do you remember Do you remember what Dart eats? Um, yeah. What does he eat? He eats everything he does eat. He eats candy bars. He eats yeah. Can, he eats those Three Musketeers candy bars. Yeah, and these are candies, too. Yeah, you eat candies with bananas. <laughs> Do you want to you want to say anything out about else about Stranger Things? Um yeah. Okay, what else? Um, <laughs> and and that thing almost but her dinner. When she almost ate the Eggo waffles that Hopper brought for her for Halloween with the whipped cream on it, but then she didn't because she was mad. Yeah, because he didn't bring it to her. Yeah, he was supposed to come home early to take her trick or treating, but he didn't, right? Mm-hmm. What happened next? And next, um, next, her take her Halloween costume off. I know what Halloween um Halloween costume her was wearing. What Halloween costume was Eleven wearing? Uh, a ghost. She was a ghost, and that was funny because you remember that Mike and Dustin and yeah, they were Ghostbusters. Yeah, and they and her didn't go in Halloween with them. No, and she wanted she to. It was late. Yeah, she wanted to go trick or treating. You remember, but Hopper wouldn't let her go. Yeah, I didn't need the banana. Do you? Um, Eleven did her powers when her mug. When he locked the door up. Oh, yeah. So when they were having the fight, when she was having the fight with Hopper, Mm -hmm. she used her power to slam the door shut. Mm -hmm. You know what Tori told me? What? She said that that scene wasn't in the script. Like, they didn't plan it to be that way. But then the day of the shoot, when they were shooting it, the people rigged it up and then the door slammed. Isn't that cool? What? Yeah. But we know another day we saw Eleven. We did see Eleven before. Remember mm-hmm. I met Eleven? She was nice. Mm-hmm. Anything else? 
No. Who who do you like the most from Stranger Things? Dustin and Eleven. Dustin and Eleven. What about Hopper? He's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Okay. Can you say stay strange? Stranger Things and Boop Emoji.